When you want an easy way to feel like a chef in your own home, try Blue Apron's two and four serving menu plans so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh seasonal ingredients. Choose from an ever-changing mix of premium recipes, chef favorites, family-friendly options, WW recommended, and more. Get $130 off across your first six orders, plus your first order ships free when you visit blueapron.com slash blueculinary. All right. All right, welcome back to episode 156 of Two Drunk Brothers in the Podcast. I stole it from Jarrett. Um, but we are back. Conference uh, tournament week. Really the big ones, all the ones that don't fucking matter, happened last week uh, and kind of finished up yesterday and today. But we are back, so we're going to talk about a lot of the big ones, all the Power Five and a couple of extra side ones that usually have some dark horse uh, teams in the tournament. So we're going to do that. And before we dive into that, we're going to talk about some things that have unfolded in the sports world over the last couple of days. Got the Russell Wilson trade and then the Calvin Ridley uh, ordeal. So let's dive into that. Let's actually talk we- about that. You want to talk about that on the backside of the episode, or do you want to talk about that first? Because we also have an interview with, uh, with, with Squeeze on, on tonight's episode too. So it doesn't matter to me how you want to do it. But I th- um. I guess we can do that on – let's do it first. Let's do the two non-basketball-related things first. All right, so we'll we'll jump into the NFL-related news, then we'll do the interview with Squeeze, and then we will will finish out with our conference basketball stuff. So like Travis said, two big stories. Really, I think there's three big stories. The big one obviously being the Russell Wilson being traded to to the Denver Broncos. Um, The details are pretty crazy. Drew Locke got traded to the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Well, yes, we are a pro Drew Locke podcast. Drew Locke was part of the deal. So the uh, the Seahawks sent Russell Wilson in a fourth-round pick to the Denver Broncos. And in return, they got Drew Locke, Noah Fant, um, two first-round picks. Two, who? Shelby Harris. Shelby Harris, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and I believe like a fifth-round pick. So you got five nice. draft picks, Drew Locke, Noah Fant and Shelby Harris. If y'all don't think the Seahawks did not just fleece the Broncos, then I don't know what you're, what you're talking about. I mean, everyone's like, oh, it, it, it pisses me off so much. Everyone's like, oh, the Seahawks got robbed, like blah, blah, blah. Drew Locke sucks, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, listen, even if they're not going to use Drew Locke as a, as a franchise quarterback or even give him a shot this year, they still got a lot out of an old quarterback. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like they got a hell of a defensive line piece, uh, a good tight end who, hell, you never know. Yeah, he is hurt all the time, but maybe he is the Broncos training staff. Maybe he'll be able to stay healthy in Seattle. Uh, Or maybe all of his bones will hurt because it rains there all the time. Um, And then all those draft picks, like they, uh, they're going to be able to, to do some work with those. And all the Drew Lock haters, listen. And his time in Denver, he didn't really ever get a fair shake at anything. Uh, everyone was banged up when he was healthy or he was, or he was hurt. Now if yeah. the Seahawks give him a chance, 
He's got some really dangerous pieces uh, to work with, and you never know. Could work out for him. You do. You do never know. Uh, I I had a buddy of ours, uh, Rob Petticone, a friend of mine from from college. He he's from the Tacoma, Seattle area in Washington, uh, and he's like, man, I can't believe Drew Locke's my quarterback. You know, he's he's ass. And Rob went to Mizzou for a little bit. But I said, listen, Rob. I said, give the man an O line, a coach that believes in him. And some offensive weapons like they have. They got DK. They got Tyler Lockett. They got um, Chris Carson. They got some weapons on offense. Give that man an offensive line and a coach that believes in him. And I'm not going to count him out in, in Seattle. Am I going to tell you he's going to come here and win a Super Bowl? No. But I think for what Seattle's trying to accomplish, Russell Wilson was on the back end of his career. Um, you know, I, I and, you know, Seattle just wasn't in a position to, to compete with the Niners, with the Rams, with the Cardinals. They were going to be the bottom feeder of that division. So they did the right thing. Um, moving on from that, this makes the AFC West fucking bananas. Bananas. I mean, the yeah, four quarterbacks I, in the AFC West are crazy. As much as I love, uh, or I really, really like Russ Wilson. It would, I would love to actually to see him go to Denver and then just fall on his face because that's what Denver fans get for all those years of just trashing Drew Lock and trashing the quarterback issues and just seeing Russell Wilson struggle with. The injuries that the Broncos have all the time. I think it'd be hilarious. Uh, yeah, I think first of all, I mean, the the Broncos are are an inept organization. I think we can all agree that agree agree about that. They have very inept leadership. Uh, yeah, John they, they make the wrong decision. He John Elway got hit in the head way too damn many times when he played football. Um, so, but. I mean, so you look at the quarterback roster in the AFC West, it's Pat Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson. Like, you're not going to find a more stacked division like that probably ever, potentially. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. It is nuts. Do I think that this makes the Broncos a playoff contending team? That is yet to be seen. I don't think it makes them, like, a top tier in that division at all. I really don't. Well, I mean, you did just trade away your your best tight end on the roster. Yeah, they still have Alberto. I mean, by the way, Alberto's fantasy value is going to shoot through the roof, I think. Um, but that's but Jerry Judy still remains a problem with dropping passes. Um, uh, I think the Hamler kid, or whatever the hell his name is, I think I he can't stay healthy. Um, KJ Hamler, who's who's the other receiver they have over there? I think they drafted another one too that I can't that I'm drawing a blank. They have Cortland Sutton, but he can't stay healthy. Exactly. Cortland Sun can't healthy. Tim Patrick is like their best wide receiver, and that's kind of an issue. Melvin Gordon's a free agent, so you're going you're rolling with Javante Williams. Um again, a second year back. It's it's been known. Uh, we've seen a lot of rookie backs come in and dominate in the league and then kind of fall out for the rookie years. Zeke's done it. Uh Leonard Fournette did it. Uh, you know, I mean Leonard Fournette came back and won a Super Bowl, but you, I'm, you know, you, you get the point. A lot of rookie back Todd Gurley, he fell off after his rookie year. A lot of rookie backs fall off. It's the exact opposite of quarterbacks. So I don't think it's 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 necessary, like you said, Travis, a guarantee that the Broncos are going to compete for the division. I mean, you still have Pat Mahomes in your division. So, I mean, come on. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, you have the Chargers, who, in my opinion, is a way better roster than the Broncos have. Uh, and then to the Raiders, who are sneaky good, too. So we'll and see. Like you said, the Raiders, would, Raiders just have – I would laugh if the Broncos finished last again with after going out and doing that. 
It would be hilarious. But like, and you even said with the, speaking of the Raiders, you think they had the best head coaching hire in Josh McDaniels. So, I mean, it's that division to me going into going into the next season. Like, I'm already intrigued. Like, that is to me like outside of the our Dolphins and the AFC East. Like, that is the division that I'm going to be most invested in. And thank God that the Dolphins and the AFC East just don't have to play the AFC West this year because that would be a gauntlet. Um, so. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I definitely think Seattle won the trade long-term. Another thing I want to talk about besides Calvin Ridley, Aaron Rodgers deal. What What's love got to do with it? What's love got to do, got to do I mean, with it? He, not to say that his career is over, but because he never really got a chance, but like they kind of gave him some opportunities here and there to like prove it. I mean, if you're, if you're wanting to take over a starting job and Aaron Rodgers, you're going to have to, you're going to have to do a pretty damn good job. And every time he came out, he just looked awful, which granted he doesn't have a full season under his belt. I was just saying the same thing with Drew Locke, but you're not going to be like, Hey, we're going to save money and take Jordan love whenever you can resign Aaron Rodgers. You're just not going to do it. The, the, the contract to me, four years, $200 million to a 36 year old quarterback is absolutely fucking silly. You wasted a first round draft pick on Jordan love. Back then when you could have had let's you know what let's go ahead and do that real quick before we dive into this interview. I really want to look at that that draft. Jordan when, when was he drafted? What, what what draft was that? NFL draft. Was that 2019? I believe I it was. Know. I'm just curious to see who was taken, who was who was taken after Jordan Love and who the Packers could have had. Am I skipping out so, on your end or yeah. skipping out on my end? I don't know. I have I've had terrible internet connection for days. Hold on one second. It's really starting to piss me off. I shouldn't have to use my fucking hotspot in my house on my my fucking goddamn phone. Ah. <laughs> uh. All right. Is that better? Was it 2019? Was it? No. Hold on. Let's let's pick it back up because I cut out. So yeah, looks like he was taken. It was the it was the 2020 draft. But I mean, I mean, the players taken after him weren't great. I mean, you had Jordan Brooks for Seattle, which I don't know who the hell that is. Patrick Queen though for Baltimore, the linebacker for the Ravens. I mean, obviously the the Packers need need linebacking help. Um, Isaiah Wilson, attack the tackle who's no longer in the league. Uh, the Dolphins had the worst traffic of all time. Noah Igbenogany um, at thirty. Jeff Gladney, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, T Higgins. They could have had T Higgins, Michael Pittman Jr., DeAndre Swift. So there were some players after Jordan Love that the Packers could have had, but now he's like he's going to be sitting there for another four years. That's six years in the league that he's going to waste. No, they're going to, he, he's going to have, he's going to move somewhere else. They're going to, they're going to ditch him off some other organization. I don't think he'll ever get a starting opportunity. Like, Hey, the team's yours, which granted, I don't think he ever was deserved that. Like he was never like going to be this quarterback. There's going to be the saving grace. And if, I can't believe they ever thought that. Cause I don't think anybody else ever did. Well, they 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 fired the GM that drafted him. I'm pretty sure. So 
if that tells you anything to do with it. But I just want to talk about Aaron Rodgers' deal. He is coming back to the Packers. Kind of crazy. Everyone kind of speculated retirement. So in he's one day. A, he is. I'm not, not tired of him, though. He's the one that speculated all this shit. He's, he throws the biggest hissy fits and then comes back. Well, he's just is super vague. Super vague in his in his in his media interviews, but whatever. Um, so Russell Wilson to Denver was the big one today. Then obviously Aaron Rodgers signing that big deal, so he's coming back. Calvin Ridley, uh, being a sports gambling podcast, we have to talk about this. Calvin Ridley suspended for the entire 2022 season for gambling for blazing parlay bets, uh, which I think is hilarious on, on NFL games while he was on his so called mental health break. Uh, <laughs> That's the thing, it's too. Funny. Like he wants to complain and be like, blah, blah, blah. I don't have a gambling problem. I only did this amount. But it's like the whole reason that you weren't playing is because you needed to take a, a break from football. And then here you are gambling on football. Yeah. I mean, the fact he just came out and blatantly admitted it, like, I bet $1,500 one time. Like, okay. I don't care if you did it one time. What if I murdered one person or fifty? Like it doesn't matter how many people I murdered, I'm still a murderer, and I still broke broke the law. And as a as a professional athlete, I so here's my other thing. I understand everyone comparing it to like the Ray Rice situation and the Tyree Kill situation, um, where Ray Rice got two games for literally beating the shit out of his wife, and Tyree Kill got like six games, I think, for kicking a girl or whatever, or abusing his son. I don't think the punishment or the crime fits the punishment, if that makes sense. I don't think he should be suspended for the full year at all. And I don't know. Like, is there, I don't even think there's like a policy a place for it, though. Is there a precedent? Like, yeah, there precedent. Like a, hey, like, cause no one's ever done it. Cause no one's stupid enough to do it. Like, yeah, it's like, Oh, you should be able to bet on, on yourself and blah, blah, blah. Well, one, he wasn't betting on himself cause the motherfucker wasn't playing. Uh, two, you know you're just not supposed to do it, so just don't do it. It's like, hey, I know I'm not supposed to go smoke meth, but guess what? I'm going to do it anyway. But you can say the same thing about the players who beat their wives or their children, and they only get suspended for two or four games. Why does Ridley get the full season? Probably because most in most of those instances, though, like there's never like charges pressed against them or they're not like guilty in court. This is like literally came out and said he fucking did it. Yeah, so like, you're, what you're saying, like – we're not saying that they did like um, we're not saying that Tyreek Kill didn't do it or Ray Rice. Obviously, Ray, Ray Rice did it. That's the thing. Like, there's always speculation or like it's not Ray. The, it's to me, it's comparing it to Ray Rice. Like, we saw the video of Ray Rice do it. We saw the video of Kareem Hunt kick that girl in the head. Um, and Kareem Hunt got six games. Ray Rice got two. Kareem Hunt got cut from the team though, didn't he? Yeah, but then he got signed and he got suspended for six games. So. Yeah. Like that, but that's a team decision. This is an NFL decision. They're spending it for the whole year. I just, I don't, I don't think. I agree. He should be definitely slapped on the wrist and said, "Hey, here's here's a six game suspension to start the year." I don't know. It's weird, but it is now a pretty, you have all this thing with him. Pretty harsh punishment. Trade. It's pretty harsh punishment. To, I mean, for the whole year, and he has to forfeit his his salary. So, like, well, he bet fifteen hundred dollars. He's losing out on eleven million dollars. Uh, while doing so, so I mean that's a that's a lot, and it's like, but it all it all like boils back down to like yeah, mental health focus on yourself, but ultimately you are the one to step away from football. You are the one to place bets on football. So I don't feel bad for the guy. 
I don't either. Um, I think he will appeal it. I don't I honestly don't think it'll it'll end up being the full season, to be honest with you. Um, but then you have the whole riff where he was mad at the Falcons. It was just a weird situation. I don't want to harp on it too much because I'm sure we'll find out more details over the next few days. But it's pretty crazy though. on the day we record three big. Well, the Calvary news happened yesterday on Monday, but uh, on the day we record, we had Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers announcing two huge things. And then the NFL New Year starts on March 21st. So that's all. That's all good and fun. We're going to have a lot of free agent signings and things like that. Oh, the Patriots cut Kyle Van Noy. Did you see that? I don't know why. The, the Dolphins got rid of him. Patriots got rid of him twice now. The man's an animal. And, I mean, he's a very, very good defensive player. It's crazy that, that keeps happening. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Bring him <laughs> back to Miami. Would, would exactly. love to see it. I'm, sh- I'm sure he would love to play for Coach, Coach McDaniel. Um, with that said, we're going to jump to an interview now with, uh, with Squeeze Sports. His name is Max. Uh, he's he's part of the chalkboard community, so you haven't downloaded that app, guys. Go download and check it out. But here's the interview with him, and we'll catch you on the other side. All right, guys, we mentioned on the top of the episode, got another guest for you this week. Um, he is Squeeze Sports. He's at Squeeze Sports One on Twitter. Part of the chalkboard community, obviously. So, guys, again, if you haven't downloaded that app, go check it out. Uh, but Squeeze, my man, how's it going on? First and foremost, what is your actual name? I'm sure it's not Squeeze. <laughs> uh, my name is Max, actually. So, yeah, de- definitely not Squeeze. But... He's not an orange. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> an orange, in fact, but... not an orange. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing great. How about you guys? Uh, like we like we said, you know, it could be better, but you know, you win some, you lose some. There's um, most so. But... You win some. <laughs> <laughs> so before we dive into kind of how you got, like what, what's the, cause I'm curious about this. How did, what's the reasoning behind squeeze sports? Like where'd the squeeze come from? So um, it's kind of, it's a little bit embarrassing, but it, it, in, <laughs> in my high school days, my friends, I, I, I have a, I have a weird body type, you know, I'm not very proportionate. So I, my nickname was juice box. Right. <laughs> so Originally, it was Juice. That's what I came onto the platform as. And then I noticed there was some other guy that's pretty big. He's like Juice Line or something like that. So I'm like, I don't want to be copying somebody. So I just sent out a tweet one day and I was like, Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. 
This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. I, I need help just getting another name. Like, I want to keep it uh, and like revolved around juice. And then someone said squeeze sports. And I'm like, oh, that's got a nice ring to it. So I, it, it honestly isn't my name that I came up with. It was some random dude on my Twitter when I had like 50 followers. So, Oh, yeah. dude. Okay. Well, yeah. shout out, shout to, shout out to that OG, uh, that yeah. OG follower. <laughs> For sure. That's, that's sick. No, I was, I was like, man, I, I got to, that's gotta be the first question I asked. So, um, he'd be, a, he'd be an OJ follower. Oh, <laughs> there we go. An OJ follower. Boots. Uh, but anyway, Max, uh, how did you get – we always ask everyone who comes on our show this question, how did you get your start in the sports gambling? Like how, how, how did it all start for you? Because everyone I feel like has a different origin story. Well, first, first of all, how old are you? Because you look rather young. I am – I'm 19, about a month away from 20. So okay. I, I, I also live in Wisconsin, so it's there's really no other like legal gambling site. I, I use my bookie. Just the offshore one. It's yeah. I, I do what I have to do. So no, yeah, but, we uh, we're we're in Missouri, so we can't. We mm-hmm. we have to use Bavada. So that's that's what we that's what we use. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a I'm a sophomore in college, so okay, get through there too. But yeah, I in my start in sports betting. I mean, I I've sports have been in my life pretty much my entire life. My dad's a football coach. My grandpa's a football coach. I played football my entire year. I mean, that's my main sport. I. NFL college football is where I mainly gamble too. Um, but yeah, every year my dad and I would do like a Super Bowl, like just prop bet one of those sheets, like with like 25 crazy props on them. Not for like anything. We just do like 10 bucks or something, but it was, that's pretty much what got me into it. And then I was, I mean, I was on TikTok and then before book it with Trent, I'm assuming, you know who that is. Oh yeah. Got, yeah. Before he blew up, I was watching him a little bit. And I'm like, I mean, I might as well try it out. And then I was scrolling through the comments actually, because I was, I didn't know how to do it like illegally, legally, if that makes sense. Like I didn't know how <laughs> to do it from Wisconsin, but um, so I saw someone said like, Oh, just use my bookie in the comments. So I went on there and I opened up my account and then it just kind of went off from there. So, yeah. That's wild. So you're, are you relatively new then? Like you've only do this for like, for like a few months. I started in November of 2021. So, okay. So yeah, a little over least, a year. Oh yeah. no. Number 21. Oh, oh yeah. Shoot, so three months. Only, only a couple months. Yeah. So far. So, but oh, so you, you've only been like actually not just on social media, but like actually betting yourself. For yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, welcome yeah. to the community. Appreciate it. It's a slippery slope. Of course. Yeah. It's very slippery slope. <laughs> I've, I've, I've over the past couple of days, especially during these conference tournament games for sure. But yeah, <laughs> they've been fucking weird. They're weird, aren't they? Like this, yeah. it's, they're almost unpredictable. Like I don't care mm-hmm. what trend you follow, whether it's reverse line movement, whether you like. I know you're a big Ken Palm guy, which I want to get into. Yeah. Um, we're we're big into Ken Palm too. Mainly Travis loves looking at like Ken Palm stats. Um, but no matter, I feel like what you look at these conference tournament games and even NCAA tournament, it's like oh, so hard to predict. Like, yeah. do you do you, do you feel that way? Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, I I'm a, I'm a Wisconsin fan. And this wasn't a conference tournament game, but it was the fact that they just lost to Nebraska to clinch that Big Ten title was a little painful. And I don't think anybody saw that coming in a million years. But, yeah, I mean, especially just some of these games. Or what was it, Chattanooga and Furman? I mean, yeah, like like if you're a Furman better, I don't know how you – like how you had that game one 
for the entire Dude. game almost. And <laughs> I mean, yeah, that game. Sorry, but uh, like tonight, especially if you're gonna go off numbers and Kempom numbers, and uh, like Bryant has oh. one of the worst defenses ever in. Wagner scored 12 points in the first half. Like, that, scored, I, shot 10%. I don't know if you guys were on Jacksonville or not, but. Yes, yeah, we were. We, were. we, we Six, saw you were too. Horrible. Some like 16th in the country in defending the three-pointer, 60%. And Bellarmine shoots 60% in the first half or something like that. It's like, geez. They, I think they finished like 12 three-pointers. I'm like, God. But. And a game that really, honestly, I mean, yeah, it's meaningful to them, but like. Yeah, that, they couldn't they, go to the tournament. They, they had no risk. Anywhere. No yeah. risk there at all. That is a dumb rule, by the way. But other than, I mean, yeah, they had they had nothing to play for essentially. But yeah, good for so them. It's wild. I mean, yeah, it is. It is. So, no, so. not good for them. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we were on Jacksonville too, and like, it's just so hard to like take these dogs. I mean, we'll we'll dive more into that here in a second. But I think it's interesting how you know kind of doing filling out a prop bet sheet really mm-hmm. got you in sports gambling because I think really if you ask me and Travis. That's kind of where we got started. We were in college. We were we filled those prop bet sheets for our Super Bowl parties we had, and then Travis really got into it with a friend of his, and then he got me into it. And now I've been doing this podcast for like uh, a little over three years now, where it's mostly sports gambling. We actually had Trent on the show back in October, I think. Nice. Um, so yeah, we've we, we've come. It's like Travis said, slippery slope. So be careful. That's all I got to say. <laughs> um, so we kind of already dove into it, and this more relates to the college basketball, just like really. And and plays overall, what do you look for? Because like like I said, every, everyone's a different better. We know Trell, part of the mm-hmm. chalkboard community, is a huge reverse line movement guy. Yeah. Um, Nate kind of like has has a few different things he can do here and there. What do you mainly look at when you're looking for an advantage or when you're picking a side in a in a in a play? I mean, so I use covers.com mainly. If you guys know what that is, it's just a basic kind of statistic website, but I, I tend to look for like head-to-head matchups and how they've played against each other this year specifically because to me like past years haven't really I mean they're different players it's a different team I, it, that, to me it doesn't really affect the teams now but I, I'd say I'm a little more contrarian as well just in the fact of like I do look for reverse line movement I look I mainly look for the big like if a team's getting a lot of the tickets opposed to a team getting a lot of the handle more of than reverse. I mean, sometimes that doesn't move the line in the right way, but I'll still take yeah. the money every time usually. Um, yeah, I'm a big fade the public type of guy, at least recently. I didn't start out that way, but I've kind of found that that's a little more profitable, at least in the long term. So, I mean, a, a big thing I did, I've been doing recently, especially in these like conference tournaments when teams are playing each other for the third time, and I think you guys have the same kind of mindset where if – a team wins twice, it's kind of hard for them to win a third time. Yeah. So I, I sure, just look for been, that. been killer lately. Hardly anyone can beat anyone three times except for yeah. fucking course Delaware did tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and of course we were on the other side too. But anytime, anytime a team has beaten them twice and you bet mm-hmm. the team to beat them the third time, they don't. And it's just like, yeah. These conference tournaments have been wild, which mm-hmm. kind of makes me nervous for. March Madness. <laughs> but I, I, I'm thinking about maybe just staying away from that as a whole. We've I, talked, I honestly don't know. But It's crazy you mentioned that because me and Travis are talking. The, like, we obviously talk every night. But I was like, man, I almost just want to fill out one bracket, one bracket only, mm-hmm. and like just kind of lay off the game. Like, I don't think I will. 
but I almost <laughs> want to. I, I tell myself every year it seems that I'm not I'm not gonna do a bracket. I'm just gonna watch basketball, enjoy it, and then I got like six of them by the time round starts. So, <laughs> but oh, same here, same here, man. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting you look at like the matchups, like because I think you kind of take. You said you're contrarian. You take, a, I think you take more what I call a holistic approach. Like you just mm. don't stick to one statistic, like whether it's reverse yeah. line movement yeah. or whether it's head-to-head matchups. You look at like everything at a whole and like try to find an advantage that way. And I think, like you said, that is more profitable in the long run instead of just sticking to one narrow-minded focus. I think uh, like a, a big thing to me is like like when teams are in spots is when I like to take them. If that kind of makes sense, either if a team's in a bad spot, I'll probably fade them. And if a team's in a good spot, I'll take them at least a good spot to me. So like, for example, like if I see a line that has like Wisconsin minus two playing Rutgers plus two and Rutgers beat them like twice already this season by like 12 points each time that's a trap line to me so i'm just thinking that's a good spot for the badgers i think they can take advantage of that or when like people think that some team's gonna win automatically usually like like it the way i go is if you think a bet is a lock it's usually not <laughs> so like <laughs> that's at least in my experience every like time the, i look like at the board good to be true like, lines. yeah every time i look at the board and i'm like oh easy it's always just a blow out in the opposite direction like, yeah i mean seriously like we thought that tonight with wagner like it was kind of like we thought wagner plus four like man like we just kind of talked about it and then they just got the doors blown off of them by a bryant team that we've been on this whole year and they just kind of you know yeah they've they've been known to blow late spreads and it just that's another thing like i don't know if you noticed this but like we've been talking about this it seems like if a team's up travis had northern kentucky tonight up the whole game they fucking blew that game with with like I don't know Travis was they up by eleven with like five minutes left. Uh, they were up by sixteen with eleven minutes left. Uh, that's why at this point and then I just slam my head in the door and just call it quits. How it's going? But yeah, like oh, every single team lately, like just find find me a fucking team that can close out a game. I'm yeah, honestly, <laughs> real. Oh. Yeah, that's kind of it. Um, <laughs> So something we also know is with you. Uh, I'm gonna start calling you Squeeze now. We know your name is Max, but you're you're Squeeze. That's you. That's that's what you got to go by. Yeah. So something I noticed, Squeeze, uh, is you kind of put out some parlays. Like tonight, you had a two teamer. I know yeah. we talked with Nate two a couple episodes ago, and he's like, if I can find a good two teamer, I'll nuke them, and that's like a good bankroll builder for the week. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of have the similar mindset, or do you just look for more of like? Because I know tonight you had Jacksonville in and Delaware, right? State. Right State. Right State. Right State. Yeah. So I got I got lucky on the right state part, but it didn't even matter because Jacksonville had already lost. But yeah, I mean, typically, and again, it, it's kind of changed over time to right now because I have not hit a parlay in like a month. I'm it's insane. But <laughs> but like I when I first started, I did a thing where I just have like my lay of the day, and it'd always be a four teamer, and I'm and that like never hit, and so. I, I got word from like other like some of my friends in the community were like you probably shouldn't be putting money on a four teamer every night and I'm like yeah you're probably right so I brought it down to a three those started hitting a little more consistently and I kept doing that and then I hit like this wall where I just could not hit a three teamer so now I've bumped it down to two teamer pretty much mid or not midlines so money lines so I I, I kind of like you said with Nate I kind of look for like favorites with an underdog typically to kind of make it like a plus 200 300 
that I'm confident in. Like like yesterday, I took Delaware, and I I forgot who my second team was, but I took Delaware at the plus money with somebody else, and they lost. But I I, I <laughs> so the, the yeah. favorite the, fa- the favorite <laughs> yeah. <they> lost. <laughs> yep, pretty much. It's all it takes yeah. is a couple to hit like within a week period, and then mm. you just do them, do them, do them. It's like they're fuck, they're killer though, is what they are. Yeah. They are, yeah. Well, yeah. Like Travis and I last week, we had a great like Tuesday because like our our weeks for what because like we used to do the podcast on Tuesday, so like to us Tuesday is a new week, so we bet like Tuesday to Monday. Mm. So like Tuesday, we like hit a couple big a big lays last week, and you know we we're like, all right, it's a bankroll builder. Now, granted, the rest of the week didn't go that great, but we had the money to kind of bet that. So I, 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 but here's my thing that I found with whether it's teasers or parlays. However, what do you craft one up? However many you have in there, take a fucking team off because there's always one team that fucks you. <laughs> yeah, always one. Team. Always that last leg. It's always that last leg. For us, it's either the last or the first. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I'd much rather it be the first a hundred times out of a hundred. Because <laughs> oh. it's the yeah. first, and I don't have to worry about it, but. Uh, more than likely not, it's the last. But you know what? It's never, you never fucking know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm always that's... keeping one on there that shouldn't, and I'm taking the wrong one off. And I mean, that's that's game one for you. Like, and I'm and I'm still yeah. gonna put my hard earned money on those parlays every day, probably. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> for fun. <laughs> yeah, for fun. I mean, it, make, it makes hit... it interesting. Yeah, like you said, you hit one, you hit one every couple weeks or, or or one a week. Like that's all I need. Like I may do two a day, but if I if yeah. I hit one that week, that that pays for everything else. So mm-hmm. it definitely makes up for it. Um, talk. Let's talk about conference tournaments. So we've kind of been been chatting about the mid majors. Uh, obviously, the ACC tournament kicked off today. You know, the shitty teams that won't stand a chance tomorrow, yeah. but the big ones kick off tomorrow and Thursday. Um, Obviously, I don't know if you're a big futures guy. Do you do you, do you like futures betting at all? I I typically don't. I only did for the Super Bowl, and I have one going for the NBA MVP right now. But other than that, I don't usually bet Who on is it? futures. I got Giannis. Gotta. I I bet Giannis like game two of the NBA season though. I have it at like plus nine hundred. So. And who'd you who'd you have for the Super Bowl? I had the Packers, unfortunately. <laughs> no, so I, we're yeah. not even gonna get into that. But no, yeah. <laughs> it's something that we had talked about. I think we talked about it with Nate a little bit, but it's like the patience for him is you have to have, you have to be a special kind of soul to bet futures. Mm, Yeah. For me to have my money sitting out there for weeks, some months for some of them is not, uh, I don't love it. So, but that's why, that's why I think the futures in the conference tournaments are a lot more fun because it's like, it's like a four day bet instead of a rather than a 17 week bet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to look at them. Like, obviously, like some some of the big ones kick off this week. Are there any like futures winners for ACC, Big Ten, whatever it may be that you're like, this may be worth worth putting some money on at some at, at some value? Um, I for the ACC, I really like Duke. I know they just are coming off of that terrible loss to UNC, but I I don't see them doing that again. And I also mm-hmm. don't see them losing ten. I, I I just think they're the best team by far in that conference. I don't think the ACC is that crazy strong this year at least as it comparatively to the last couple years for sure um that'd be probably my just pick there but the i i'm big big 10 guy just midwest and big 10 so um i i have illinois winning it i know it's kind of chalky but i i just think they have probably the best road to get there and then they'll have i think the matchup is either if if all the top seeds win, I believe it's either Purdue or Wisconsin that would play them in the final. Yeah. 
So, and I don't think Wisconsin beats Purdue three times. So I think it's probably going to be Purdue, Illinois. And then again, I'm pretty sure Purdue's beaten Illinois twice already this year. So I, that's why I'm kind of leaning Illinois. That's kind of okay. my thought process behind it. But I mean, I, th- th- yeah. Sorry. I don't, I would say, I, I, I don't hate that pick at all. I don't pay, the one thing with Illinois is I'd be scared of Iowa. Iowa's been hot. I think Iowa is going to beat Rutgers in that, in that, mm-hmm. uh, in that quarterfinal game. Um, that'd be my only worry with Illinois. Would the, would the, would they play the that is is that their is that would that be Illinois' first game? I, no, Illinois, so Illinois game is Indiana or Michigan. Indiana or Michigan. That, ooh, which that could be a sneaky team. And not yeah, quick. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't even think about that because I I I like. I mean, I like Michigan. Michigan's pretty hot right now too. And if they have Dickinson coming back, that's a you huge... may get Juwan Howard back too. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I yeah, I hope he has no anybody, but uh, <laughs> that might be a better bet to take. We'll do on Howard slap someone else. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know Illinois' odds because I was looking on DraftKings today, and we can't bet. I, I'm not Illinois. quite sure. I'm sure it's plus money. I know uh, Purdue's only plus one thirty-five. I don't know what I are they. Sure are they the favorites? Right Illinois produce plus so I'm on on Bavada produce plus two twenty. They're the favorite. Illinois plus three seventy five. Yeah. Jeez. So. I was I was looking on DraftKings today and Purdue was plus one thirty five. Uh, I mean, it doesn't show Illinois because maybe that's why because draft yeah for our draft because like I don't know if you knew that uh, Max but since we like we're in St Louis so Illinois is the closest gambling state so for DraftKings. If you live in Illinois, you cannot gamble yeah. on Illinois teams, which is I think is silly, but whatever. Stupid Illinois weird. college teams. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah. is it? It's only Illinois college teams. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings and choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See store or belltire.com for details. Restrictions apply. Which I find okay. weird, but either way. Uh, so they weren't on there, so maybe that's why I produced plus 135, but that wouldn't make any fucking sense to make them less just because you can't bet on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it just takes them out of the equation. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's silly. But So you like uh, you like Duke, which I think is minus 125, so that's not yeah, great. I, I think they're, yeah, they're heavy favorites, something like that. Yeah. But And then Illinois, who Jared just said is... Plus three seventy five. There you go. Yeah. All right, that so, one might be a good money value to put some change on, though. Yeah, I mean, you get it. You you get a one seat at plus three seventy five. I mean, I know you said Purdue's the favorites, but if Purdue plays Illinois in a championship game, it's that same scenario we talked about a hundred times. Travis and I've talked about hundred times. Yeah. We talked about on Twitter. I saw you like that tweet. It's like if they play them three times, they're not going to be in three times, especially that that mm-hmm. high level of matchup. Um, NCAA tournament wise. If you were like, if you just, if someone gave you a hundred dollars a day and was like, Hey, 
Go put out a future bet on who you think is going to win the NCAA tournament. Who are you who are you placed in on? Houston. Ooh. May may come as a shock. It's not a favorite. But Houston, I just think has the offense and the defense kind of like like you said, I'm pretty sure they're pretty high in Ken Palm's efficiency, defensive and offensive. Yeah. So I th- th- at least in neutral site games, Ken Palm's a big one I go to, at least for to look at those kind of comparative stats based off efficiency, because that's really what wins games in my opinion. But I, I just think they have a really good defense and their offense can keep up with that, unlike some of these teams like Auburn. Auburn's got a great defense, but their offense is lacking. Or yeah, it, it might be the other way around. Sorry, but <laughs> I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I, I I really like Houston. I if they get, I should preface this: if they get a good draw in the tournament, I I want to see the bracket first because there might be some teams I think that could take them. But if they can get to the final four easily, I think they could definitely make some noise there. And I think just come as a shock to a lot of people. Just. I was really high on them last year, I think. I think they kind of fucked me over. I don't know who they ended up losing to. Oh, if they're on the bottom right side of the bracket as a two seed, right? Mm. I yeah, I think so. Up, I don't know who they ended up losing to, but I think I had them in my final four, and I was like, never again. Yeah, I mean, they are plus they are plus 4,000. So, that's, I mean, that, if you're like – I mean, if you're looking for a, a deep favorite, I mean, that's not bad at all. I mean, they are – and ahead of them, you got Gonzaga, Arizona, Kentucky, Auburn, Baylor, Duke, Kansas, Purdue, Texas Tech, UCLA, Villanova, Tennessee, then Houston. Oh, I was so, going to yeah. say, give me mine. Mine's Tennessee. Who, what are they at? Plus 3,500. They're right below Houston. I like them you to like, come out of that. I mean, I, I like I that team a lot. Really good. They're very, very dangerous. Very Especially right dangerous. now. They, they got hot at the right time. Or at least it'd be Yeah. Well, I Travis, agree. you know Houston Houston made it to the Final Four last year and they lost to Baylor. Did they? So Houston, maybe, I had, maybe, I was wrong. maybe I'm wrong. I, I, could, I know now, I had them in my Final Four. Maybe, maybe they're the only fucking team in my Final Four. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why I was mad. I think I might have had them <laughs> actually. But listen to their road, guys, last year. They played – obviously played the 15-seed Cleveland – they were two-seed last year. I remember that. Played Cleveland State. They played Rutgers in the second round because Rutgers upset the seven-seed. They then played Syracuse in the Sweet 16 oh, as yeah. an 11-seed. Syracuse an 11-seed. They then played the 12-seeded Oregon Ducks in the Elite Eight. So they oh played the 15, God. 10, 11, and 12-seed to make Jeez. it to the Final Four. They didn't play a single, like, digit – one digit seed. <laughs> So nope. and, then, and then they played the one seeded Baylor, one seeded from the South Baylor, and they got their dicks kicked in by nineteen. <laughs> yeah, well, they ended up winning. Well. So <laughs> the Bay- Bay- Baylor did win it all. So, but yeah. I don't, I don't hate that. I don't hate either of you guys' picks. I'm not gonna. I, I, mean, I had who's mine? My dark horse. I think, and Travis is gonna hate this because just fucked us over last weekend. I like Texas Tech, kind of like that same thing. But the problem with Texas Tech is their offensive efficiency is not there. They're really, really yeah. good on the defense side of the yeah. ball. They have problems scoring. Uh, but and it, like you said, like, like kind of Max said, it kind of depends on their path. If they play a bunch of teams who don't shoot the ball yeah. really well, I think if they can get to the Final Four, then it's like pretty much anyone's ball game. Um, I don't, I don't like Gonzaga. I don't like Arizona. I don't like Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I don't really don't like any of like the top six teams I ripped off. I don't where. We're we're Mizzou alumni, so we don't like Kansas, but 
I really don't think we have any bad ones. Texas Tech, Tennessee, and Houston. So if any of those three wins you and you go. listen to this podcast, <laughs> you fucked yourself because 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 you didn't take you didn't take it. You heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, yeah, we we appreciate you coming on and, and chatting with us. Um, real quick, do you guys like uh, you know this is kind of in the morning, so maybe kind of late. Is there anything tomorrow you're you're eyeballing? Um, Nebraska. I believe they do play tomorrow, correct? I, I think Nebraska wins that game. I don't know if they're favorites Nebraska, or dogs or what, but I just think they win. Nebraska plays – Nebraska does play Northwestern tomorrow. I will tell you right now they might have it out because Bavada, I noticed they've been putting their stuff out really early. Nebraska is plus four and a half against Northwestern tomorrow. I, I'll probably take the points and then hope – and then probably maybe sprinkle a little bit of money on it. You know, I, Nebraska may be that – Dog money line in my parlay tomorrow. So there you I mean, go. Plus one seven wins against Penn State, Ohio State, there. and Wisconsin, all on the road. They they remind me a lot of Oregon State last year, like when they went on that Pac twelve huge uh, yeah like, run, and then they made eventually made the run to the, I believe it was the Elite Eight last year. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. But I I don't I'm not saying they're gonna make the Elite Eight or anything. But <laughs> <laughs> I just think they can win that first game for sure. Yeah, because then they do that, and then they play. They play. Yeah, I mean, there you go. That game is that is that looks like it's at five o'clock Central Time. So they should people have, should have plenty of time to listen to that. I like that pick a lot. I'm looking at it right now, and we're gonna tail it with you. So Nebraska plus four and a half for tomorrow. Uh, Max, buddy, appreciate. You. Uh, go follow him again on Twitter, guys at Squeeze Sports One. I saw you're on TikTok now. Same, same, same user handle. Trying. Yes. It, yeah. it, it's it's the same handle. Just take off the one. Just like just ask TikTok, mm-hmm. TikTok is tough. We we tried too, and like every now and then you get one that it's takes like, off, but yeah. it's 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 a fucking grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a grind. But he's a, the the AV is an orange, so go follow him. You won't miss him. It's not a yeah. picture of his face. It is an orange. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Max, thanks for coming on, man. Of course, thank you guys uh, for having me on the future of football. We'll chat sure. at you then. For sure. Thank yep. you guys. Yeah. yeah. Take it easy, man. Peace. Peace out. Yep. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Max from Squeeze Sports. Now we're going to talk about ourselves, a little bit of a breakdown on the uh, Power 5 conference tournaments and a couple other ones that are pretty important. So we're going to kick it off first. Start with the Big 12 tournament. Jarrett, I know you like Texas Tech. You're high on them. I am not. But who do you see, who do you see getting knocked out in this tournament first round? Uh, I definitely like TCU to upset Texas. Uh, technically, it's round two because we have that weird game between West Virginia and K-State in round one. It's the only game in round one. Uh, but I do like Tex- uh, TCU to upset Texas. Um, I just think Texas is playing good basketball right now. And, uh, and TCU, I know they're coming off that loss against West Virginia, but they do have the ability to, to beat some good teams. Um, so, yeah, I, I think TCU definitely knocks off Texas there. Uh, I also think – that, uh, like I said, you know, you said I'm high on Texas Tech. I am. I think Texas Tech balances Baylor in the semis, and this really comes down to Kansas and Texas Tech for me. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I just – something about Texas Tech, their offense, we, we're, we're pretty high on Ken Palm. Their offense efficiency is just not as good as some of the other 
like elite teams in the Big 12, which scares me. I think that Iowa State like poses a bigger threat than what Texas Tech might think in that first game for them. So if Iowa State can knock them out early, I I like Baylor even more to just kind of run run a couple easy games into the uh, finals against Kansas and and beat them. I like Baylor plus two hundred to win it. Obviously, would never bet on Kansas. Have about as much trust in Texas as I do like shitting my pants. So I would never do that. So I like TC beating them. Other than that, like I think it's either I think it's Kansas Baylor. Uh, maybe Texas Tech if they can kind of figure their offense out. But I uh, I like Baylor. I think that they quality team most quad win quad one wins in all of co- college basketball. Uh, I and, just can't. And that they have that thing we were talking about. If they play Texas Tech in the semis, they lost to them twice. Think they beat them three times? Or lose yeah, three I did times? not know that. I don't know that I, I did not do as much research tonight as as I would like. So Travis kind of checking me on that. Um, I don't I don't disagree. I just fucking I can't trust a Scott Drew team as far as I can throw him. Like I really can't. Like he's always last year finally proved that he might not be a worthless sack of shit as we all think. But I, mean, I hear he you. just looks hear he's you. he's a fucking he's a fucking beta male dude. He looks like a beta. Does I mean, he not? I mean, yeah, I, he just I he's very punchable. So is. Damn near every coach in the Big Big Twelve, but uh, I I think that they would be they're easier to root for because they are good. Yeah, they can score. Texas Tech can just be so frustrating to watch at times. They can, but I wouldn't hate their games are boring. Either way, whoever comes out of that like little bottom of the bracket, we rooting for them. Either whether it's Baylor or Texas Tech, because one of us will call it. So there we go. Absolutely. Uh, Texas Tech is plus 325 to win the whole thing. That's who I have. So, All right. Perfect. Let's move on. Big 10 is up next. Um, we talked about this a little bit uh, with Max. He likes Illinois. Um, I'm, I'm not that high on Illinois. I just think Illinois is, is always that letdown team. I'm looking at this bracket right here. What I do see, and this is a big-time hot take alert, Hot take alert. Ohio State loses to the winner of that Penn State-Minnesota game. Calling it right now. Ohio State uh, plays. I can I can see it if it's Penn State. Okay. Well, they're going to lose that game. That's my hot take alert. Um, I think Iowa has it in kind of similar to this. Like you said, you don't like Illinois. Um, Iowa's in that top bracket with Illinois. Uh, I think Iowa has an easy path to the semis. They play the winner of Nebraska-Northwestern. And if they win that game, which they should, they'll go on and play Rutgers, who I do not think is very good. I'm Rutgers is really good at home, so yeah. So then they play Rutgers, and then they'll play, and then they'll go to the semis, and they'll play the winner of Illinois and or they'll play the winner of Illinois and Michigan or Indiana. And like we said, Michigan's playing hot right now. Michigan could easily win that game against Illinois. I think Iowa has a very easy path. You look at that bottom half of the bracket; it's a fucking gauntlet. I mean, you got Michigan State who can always – Tom Izzo in March, you don't want to fuck with. Uh, you got Wisconsin, you got who's been hotter than a sack of shit lately until they lost to fucking um, whoever it was. They lost to, 
lost to Nebraska. You got Purdue who can, who can literally shoot the lights out of the gym. Ohio State, when they want to play, can play. And like you said, even Penn State is a dangerous kind of dark horse team. So that bottom half, I don't want any bones about it. That's why I like Iowa at plus 400. My two teams I have, so Jerry likes Iowa. Uh, my team I have is Purdue. I think Purdue is just really good. They have uh, Zach Eady, who's just a giant fucking oaf down low, and they have Jaden Ivey, who can, like you said, they can shoot the lights out of the gym whenever they want at will. Uh, I think that they have an easy matchup to the semis, and who knows, they might not even be playing Wisconsin. If they do, it'll be a little bit of a tough matchup. But I think they can handle them and then could be playing Iowa. If Iowa offense can stay hot, no doubt about it. So Iowa-Purdue championship game, the electric, uh, and that's what we're hoping for because that's who we have coming out of Absolutely. the Big Ten. I will say a dark, dark horse I would have. Like I said, I already said it before, don't count out Tom Izzo in, in March. That is like a super dark horse. Um for Michigan State, I don't even know what their odds are, but again, that that'd be my my big big dark horse in, in the Big Ten. Yeah, squeeze squeeze was saying Michigan. I know you mentioned Michigan. I think Indiana, if they get hot, they could win a couple games and knock off Illinois too. Uh, so yeah, don't count them out as well. That tournament's going to be wild. Something fucking something funky is going to happen in that tournament, and I can already tell. We're gonna have if if we're gonna have that Oregon State team like 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 squeeze has mentioned from last year when they made that run to win the Pac-12 and then made that run all the way to the lead eight and won like, I think it was like nine games in a row, whatever it was. If we're going to have that, it's going to be out of the Big Ten, I think, this year. I think it's going to be an Indiana, a Michigan, a Michigan State, or even like maybe a, a Penn State, somebody that, somebody that shouldn't make the tournament. I, I'm, I believe, you know, Michigan State and Michigan are probably in. I think Indiana on Tom Lenardi's uh, bracketology, Indiana was the last four team. It was the last four team in. They are. Oh no! Sorry, Indiana's first four out. Indiana's yeah, first four out. Here's uh here here's where I could also see a team coming in, and that's this next tournament we're going to talk about. It's the SEC. I can see someone making a run here of teams just beating the shit out of each other. Because uh, I don't think that Auburn as a number one seed is going to win it. No, I don't. I don't. Um, first of all, they have a the really first thing really I- really tough road. Auburn does. So, guys, for for, for reference. Um, if you're in the SEC and you're the top four seed, you basically get a two round buy. You get a you get a buy automatically to the quarter. So you got to win three games to win the whole thing. Um, Auburn's road, they would have to play the winner of AM and Florida. Not easy. It's crazy. They win that game. They win that game. They'll play the winner of Arkansas and LSU. Not hey, easy. Or Mizzou. Or Mizzou. Fuck no, Mizzou's not winning. Um, that's what I was gonna say. LSU and Arkansas in the quarterfinals is going to be a fire matchup because it's going to be a rematch of a game that just played. Uh, Arkansas won by one point. Um, also, here's my hot take for the SEC uh, bracket. The winner of the Bama-Kentucky game is going to go to the championship game. And I think the same thing goes for the winner of the LSU-Arkansas game. I think those one of those four teams or those matchups is going to go to the championship game. So I can see Auburn losing to A&M or Florida. Uh, I, th- I think one of those teams absolutely knocks them off, which is crazy. I'm, like, really confident in that, actually. Uh, Arkansas and LSU is weird. I can see Arkansas making a run in the championship game. Who I think is going to have it easy uh, is Tennessee. They play the winner of Mississippi State and South Carolina, and if they win that, 
They play likely the winner of Bama and Kentucky, which if I think Kentucky can rattle off a really good game against, or Bama can rattle off a really good game against Kentucky and then play as inconsistent as ever and just shit the bed against Tennessee. My, my team I have winning is Tennessee. I love their path. It's plus 330. Um, but I think Bama, I could see them making a run as well. Plus 1,500 just to win the SEC tournament. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like my, my, my fire takes are the winner of that LSU-Arkansas game and the winner of that bama Kentucky game will be in the championship game. So mine, I like Arkansas at plus 550. Um, I don't know what uh, Bama – you said Bama's plus 1,500. So – uh, but my primary pick would be plus, would be Arkansas plus five fifty. Travis's is Tennessee at plus who say three seventy five. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings. And choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See storebelltire.com for details. Restrictions apply. Now open in Elgin. 3.30. 3.30. And then, like we said, we both like the Dark Horse of Bama. If they can put together a run. I mean, that value alone for what they're yeah. able to do is insane. Yeah. And Nate Oates is a, is, is a great coach. I think he's able to rally his guys at the right time. So the SEC tournament will be fun. So far, I'm not really looking forward to the Big 12, but the Big 10 and the SEC are going to be are going to be two fun tournaments. I agree. I agree. Maybe if our team could, you know, win a couple games, it'd be awesome, but I highly doubt it. Um, next tournament we have on deck is the Pac-12. This is a tournament which I honestly think is going to be the worst, easily, hands down. It always is. Um, listen, UCLA is winning this thing. There's no doubt. UCLA, take UCLA plus 195. They're winning this thing. The only the only problem I have with UCLA because I think it's a three man race Arizona USC or UCLA USC's um, not winning it USC's dog shit and you said that no, time no, and time again not, not winning it but like they they could give UCLA a run for their money in the semis meanwhile Arizona's path like their path they're going to make the championship easy it's just knocking them off is the issue. Yeah, I mean, I, you can't take you can't Arizona's minus one ninety. You cannot bet Arizona to win this thing. That is, talk about minus one twenty on DraftKings this morning. The Bavada, they're minus one ninety. What the fuck? How are those yep. so insanely different? Literally on. Sorry, nope, nope. They're they're minus one twenty. My bad, my okay. bad. But yeah. still, you can't I bet mean, a minus. You bet. You bet a unit on Arizona, cover your ass, and then one or two on UCLA. And if they win, boom, a little hedge action. If you really think you UCLA is going to win, you can't bet two on UCLA or one. Then hey, I'm saying if you're really confident, UCLA. 
I think I am. I mean, I, I don't see Arizona winning this tournament. Um, I just think that they're they're kind of in that mindset that we got we got a tourney bid no matter what. I mean, what is going to be the difference of them winning it and not winning it? Right now, Joe Lenardi has Arizona as he has them as a one seed. So I guess they'd have to win it to get that to keep that one seed. But I think if they yeah, I bet if they lose they get a two. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, but still, I mean, who cares? My my I, thought I, process on that though, like. I almost would rather be a two seed. I think you have a, an easier road. Yeah, whereas UCLA has a hell of a lot to fight for because right now they have he, Joe Lenardi has them on that four line. Whereas if they win the Pac-12, they can they can jump to that two or three spot. So, I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong, and I like them. I have down in Arizona, UCLA, uh, but they obviously just like any other team, they can be spotty. I know that they have lost the USC once this year, so who knows? Yeah, I mean it is it's crazy. I but it's it it's it, it's a two pony race there. No one it's either Arizona or UCLA. There's no one else has a has an absolute shot. Yeah, USC just hasn't been playing good basketball down the stretch. I don't think they'll no. be able to beat if they do get past UCLA, I don't think they'll be able to beat both of them and Arizona back to back. Absolutely not. No way. So with that being said, we'll move on to one that is known for its basketball, the ACC. ACC is a fun one. Um, let me find my ACC bracket here because mine's a different order than Travis's. Um, listen, Squeeze talked about this. Duke has literally the easiest path to championship game. I don't trust Miami or Wake as far as I can throw them. Really can't. Um, I uh, I think I think Wake could could cause some noise. Yeah, to Duke. I don't know. I mean, like Wake Wake plays Boston College today. When you're hearing this, and then Miami's been absolute ass as of late. Yeah. So I think they get by them. Duke versus Wake Forest, and then uh, UNC versus shit. I guess Notre Dame. But I don't, I don't know. Watch out. Watch. Yeah. Watch out for Virginia. Uh, I think, I think they could be sneaky against UNC. Uh, UNC's coming off a big win against Duke uh, game. They, they were 11 and a half point dogs should have fucking bet them. We didn't. Um, and, and, and they won. Uh, I think it's a game they shouldn't have won. They just beat coach K in his last ever home game coming off a very emotional win. I watch out for, for Virginia in the, in that UNC game, to be honest with you, whatever that spread is, I'm probably taking Virginia. I don't know. I bet it's not much. It's probably like two or three. I would imagine just because it is a tournament game, but yeah, I hear you. My official pick for this just to be off the wall and not pick Duke. Cause I'm not going to take a minus minus one twenty five and a future for a conference tournament. I'll take wake Forest at plus a thousand. Yeah, I I couldn't find futures because they're closed because the tournament started. So, uh, yeah, gotcha. I don't really have a pick uh, in this tournament because I literally hate all these teams. So I don't care. <laughs> there you go. Jared does not care. Um, let's move on to some some more obscure tournaments. We got the Mountain West up next, which Boise State sneakily got the one seed. Uh, Crazy. I don't know how. And Colorado State, San Diego State, Wyoming, and UNLV. Obviously, outside of those five, you have some meh teams. I don't know. I think here's here, here, here. winning. And who can you see making a run? Fresno? Is that what you were going to yep. say? 
Yep, I can see Fresno beating San Diego State in that second round right there. Because, again, the same thing. I believe San Diego State has not only beat Fresno, they beat them handily the first time. It was closer the second game. And then now this is their third. That would be the third matchup. Um, I like Fresno to beat San Diego State in that second round. Uh, I don't know whatever. I don't know what the spread's going to be, but I'm eyeballing it like like a motherfucker. Um, but then after that, I don't see anyone beating Colorado State. I really don't. I don't care if it's San Diego State. I don't care if it's Fresno State in the semis. I like Colorado State to go to the championship game. And I know they've burnt us in the last couple of times, but I honestly like Wyoming's path. I do. No. Uh, they just think, they they just lost to UNLV. They're not going they're not going to lose to them back to back games. They might not lose no to UNLV, but the way they've been playing, I think they've used up all their magic. Like they had all those close run games in February when we were betting them, uh, where they're the underdog and they have they bring it close and then win. I think they used up their magic a little bit too early. They don't have that March magic. Uh, I think this is Boise State's tournament to lose. Obviously, I know it's Vanilla, but they're the one seed. I think that they're just the most complete team in and out, no matter which way you slice it. I like I like Colorado State at plus three twenty five. That's my official pick. Um, they were wide too much on that David Roddy guy to uh, to score. Is my thing. Yeah. Like they can come out. Don't worry. They come out hot. They're going to steamroll a lot of teams they come into. But if they come out even the slightest bit slow, I just don't think they're good enough to overcome it. Maybe. Maybe you got, you got plus three, Colorado State's plus 360. 325 is where I saw Colorado State, but yeah. I'm just looking at DraftKings right now because it's on my phone. It's easier than looking at Bavada. Well, I, I just I had it written down on my sheet, but whatever. It's plus three something. That's all you fucking need to know. Um, Boise, I don't know, man. Boise's also played some weird games this year, too. Uh, it's just this is going to be talk about a tournament where some crazy shit can happen. This is it. Yeah, I honestly, um, like, I mean, fuck. If you want, even if you want to go off the wall, I think Fresno could honestly make a run and win this thing. I don't know if they could win it. I just don't think they're good enough to win it. I think they might be good enough to make it to the semis or championship, but I don't think that they're good enough to win it. If they are, though, good for them. Plus thirteen hundred is the odds you'll get with them. So Jared's got Colorado State. I have Boise State. Pretty vanilla, but you're also getting plus. 200 high 200 and 300 odds for your one and two seed which is crazy um yeah next up the a10 uh with one of our hometown colleges slew and you got davidson dayton vcu st bonaventure slew and richmond are your top six seeds yeah i think the slew st bonnie's uh quarterfinal matchup is going to be fire that's gonna be fun to watch again um, yeah, Bonnie, a, then again, comes down to the hole. Can you beat him three times in a row? Because the Bonnie's beat him back to back earlier in this this year. But when they beat him back to back, they did so pretty easily. I was at the one game and they just completely dominated him inside. Yeah, now. yeah. I think it's gonna be a fun game just because of that. Um, I honestly see Richmond bouncing VCU uh, in the uh, in the quarters as well. Uh, I don't think VCU is that good. I know their pace is insane, but I don't think they're that great of a team. I don't think so either. That's what I say. Yeah, I, I watched them play. They played somebody uh, recently within the last week, and they just came out flat. They didn't look good. Um, Richmond, the Spiders. Uh, first of all, we know our guy Trail over at Chalkboard loves them. Uh, we 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 love the Spiders as well. First of all, badass nickname. 
I can see them bouncing them. I think Richmond is a sneaky team to make it to the championship game in that bottom half of the bracket. I don't think Dayton's all that great either as a what are they a two seed? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think if you're picking me picking a dark horse at the bottom of that bracket, I like Richmond. Um, I also think the winner of that slew Bonnie's game has a potential to, to to knock off Davidson. So potentially, yes. I don't think so. I think this is obviously Davidson. Like, I think they're far and away the best team in this conference. Dayton would have to be on their best basketball to beat them. I don't think St. Bonaventure slew has what it takes to knock off Davidson. Uh, but that being said, I think I do like your Richmond pick down in the bottom half to make it to the finals. Yeah. Don't know if they'll have the juice to get it there after playing the teams they'll have to go through. Yeah. I mean, that. but so, you know, with that being said, I'm going to take a really, really dark horse pick here. I am going to say Richmond at plus 750 is my pick to win the whole thing. Um, I just Dayton don't see is actually like the said, favorite. It's crazy. I don't understand that. I'll throw um, Davidson at plus 330. Love those odds. Yeah, Davidson at plus 330 is not a bad pick. So you want to pick a team from the top half and the bottom half. There you go. Richmond from the bottom half of the bracket. Davidson in the top half of the bracket. Plus 750 and plus 330. Uh, you know, I, I'm not I'm not hating these these picks coming up with. I do think Davidson has an e- Davidson has an easier path than than really any team in the tournament. Dayton is they're gonna have to go through um even I know that George Washington, make fun of them all you want. They're good at covering the spread. They're a tough team to play. Uh, that's if they beat UMass. I'm sure they will. Uh, and then they would have to go through the winner of VCU and probably more, more than likely Richmond. Um, I mean, that's, that, that is a fucking dog fight right there. So we'll see. Uh, the A-10 is always a fun tournament as well. So it is. Um, what do you? What's the last one that you mentioned that I did? The last know? one, the Big East. Travis wanted to skip the Big East. Come on, that's like a basketball staple. Uh, oh, Big wait, East wait. tournament. Timeout. I wanted to. I wanted to mention real quick uh, when we were talking about the the uh, the picks with squeeze. Um, yeah. Why Purdue was plus one thirty five? Actually, on DraftKings, if you're in Illinois, that is. The, the outright winner without Illinois. So if Purdue were to make it to the championship game versus Illinois and lose, your bet would still win because it's without Illinois in it. That is whack. So that's, that's why it's so much higher than when I was talking. About that's, a, plus yeah, two, that's a weird thing to think about, but it's plus 135 for that. In Illinois. Plus 220 Yeah. Um, <laughs> big East. We, I do want to talk about the big East cause I think that is a relatively uh, a big tournament. Providence is the one seed uh, for the first time ever. Uh, then you have Villanova as a two seed, a very dangerous Villanova team. UConn's a three seed. Creighton is the four Marquette's the five. And then you got, uh, Seton Hall's a six, St. John's the seven, Xavier Butler, DePaul and Georgetown. Um, listen, does Providence's luck run out? You know, they're the one seed. They put the winner of Xavier and Butler in the, in the, in the uh, quarterfinals, that is not an easy matchup. You know, that's Xavier and Butler. Xavier Butler can both come to play on 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 any given day. And the Big East is I'm known. Be Xavier, but yeah, the Big East is known for these low seeded teams to make a run. Kemba Walker back in the day with UConn when they were an eight seed in the Big East tournament ran the table, won the whole damn thing, and then I believe they won the whole damn thing in, in, in March Madness, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah. 
So the Big East is known for making these teams go on a run here. I don't like Providence to win. I really don't. Um, I mean, they're the one yeah. seed, and they are plus 475. Yes, yeah, because they're lucky. What's what's Nova? What's Villanova? Villanova is the favorite at plus 150. I mean, they're just – they are such a complete Their, team, their path is, is very easy. Yeah, they play the winner of St. John's. And De- I don't know. St. John's is also a dangerous fucking team. They play the winner of St. John's and DePaul. They are. I don't think. I don't think they'll knock off Jay Wright and Villanova in the quarterfinals of the Big East. Talk about, talk about a fucking punchable guy, fucking Jay Wright. He, he looks. He, Dude, he looks like uh, he looks like a mannequin or like a uh, dead body, like constantly. Oh, He's got the, the skin tone of a dead man. Um, I fucking hate that guy. Anyway, I don't think they. I don't think they knock. I think their path. Of the teams of the top four, top five, I guess you want to consider it, is the easiest. I mean, Providence is the easy, the toughest. They got to play the winner of Xavier and Butler. Then they go on to play the winner of Creighton and Marquette. I mean, that is not easy at all. That is not no. Easy. That's that's two tough games. It's likely going to be Xavier, who granted hasn't been playing ba- great basketball. Yes, they're the eight seed, but then you know, we just talked about it. they are an eight seed that could upset Providence if Providence doesn't get the lucky bounces they've gotten and then could very, very well go on to beat the winner of Creighton and Marquette and boom, there you go. You got an eight seed Xavier in the finals with a chance for an auto bid. Yeah, it's crazy. This is going to be a tournament where I'm going to look at a lot of dogs because the Big East has been really weird uh, this year. Yeah. And uh, it really is, except for whenever you're playing Villanova. I'm going to bet Villanova – Ten ways a Sunday until they prove me wrong. So I don't know. Saint, but, I, either St. John's and DePaul, I would like those teams to cover against Villanova for sure if it's reasonable. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, maybe not to win, but to cover for sure. And then Xavier against Providence if it's reasonable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it, it, it very well could happen. So that is the conference tournament uh, kind of madness. A little bit of a longer episode because we had a few NFL stories that, that took place. But, guys, so check out those futures. If you want to bet them, bet them. We will have an earlier episode for you next week. So we do this every year on March Madness. We record on Selection Sunday night. Travis and I will break down the entire bracket. We're going to try to wait for some gambling lines to come out. I'm not sure we'll have time to do that, but we'll look at the entire bracket. And we will go through the bracket as a two drunk brothers and tell you who we have winning each game, upsets that you should look out for. And we'll go through the entire bracket after Selection Sunday, talk about who got robbed, who got snubbed from the tourney, because every year you have those teams that get snubbed. Um, So look for that episode Monday, because we record that on Sunday this week. So earlier episode next week, watch out for that. Make sure you follow Squeeze, download the Chalkboard app, and uh, have fun gambling on this stuff, because, I mean, we really haven't been, but we're going to try to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean obviously the 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 main point of gambling yes is to win money if you're not winning money at least try to have a little bit of fun like bad beats suck but at the same time i'd rather have a bad beat than a game that's a blowout Absolutely. makes it a little bit more interesting more bang for your buck but we will talk to you guys you'll hear us in your airwaves on monday after Commerce championship weekend We'll see you then. Absolutely. All right, guys. Peace out. Peace.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 